bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I guess we're going to have to wait to get to the... Uh, she, I thought she was going to hold on. 833-212-1017 is the number. Al, you're on the award-winning 1017 of Truth. What's going on? Good evening, everybody. Um, when I think about the domes, on one hand, we know uh, agriculture is a big thing, and it's not really too many of us that's you know in that line of work. But when I think about it, on the other hand, if some uh, some of our own people do take it up and considering some of our youth are so bright and so intelligent, mm-hmm. maybe they may find out something like, you know, medicine from flowers. Maybe Hello. we have another another Dr. Sebi. Hopefully this one won't be murdered, allegedly. But I think this would be a good opportunity that can turn into something else. I mean, because I know when it comes to certain lifestyles and certain education, we are already, you know, uh, have some type of barrier put up. So I think, I mean, I would, I wouldn't have a problem with them, you know, putting it on my taxes if I know it can benefit the youth. I mean, because we do need to be in every aspect to take over the world, especially when it comes to like agriculture. Is it is it is it okay to include all generations in it? Do we? Do we have to just keep saying youth, 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 youth? Because that creates well, a know, culture. Hang on. That creates a culture of us dismissing older people. And I see it every day. I've been victim of it every day. And, I mean, I have the personality to stand up to it, but a lot of people don't. Well, you know, I think we – well, to be honest, that's fine because my stepmother is in her 60s and she loves agriculture. 
mm-hmm. you know, and she's a perfect witness of it. And she's always trying to educate herself. But for the upcoming, uh, you considering they are the future, it would be a great opportunity for them to um, go into that because the young mind is so powerful. Yes, and they is. have a different outlook on life than what some of we don't have. And they, and they also have an outlook on life where they can tap into other energies that we have yet to touch. So I just leave it at that. But I think that would be a great opportunity. All right. I appreciate it, brother. All right. 833-212-1017 is the number. Number five. Well, I thought I'd never see it, and I've literally only actually seen it maybe one other time in my life. But if you were looking out, your eyes were not deceiving you if you saw what it looked like, a tornado rolling across Lake Michigan. It's called a water spout. This is from jsonline.com. The National Weather Service and the International Center for Water Spout Research says they're in the forecast off our shore today and likely to persist until the end of today. So the presence of a water spout, which is a vortex of water created by changes in wind temperatures, has the National Weather Service warning boaters and other lake goers to steer clear of them since they can be pretty dangerous. So what 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 actually is a water spout? Like, I don't understand what are they. Well, according to Taylor Patterson, National Weather Service meteorologist, water spots are created with fast-moving pressure systems push across bodies of water. For Lake Michigan, in particular, water spout usually forms when cooler air runs across the surface and upward. And, and they said, we're, we're just in the perfect spot to see a water spout today because the offshore low-pressure system is causing air to move together and upward into what's called a low-level convergence. And so how dangerous are they? Well, if you want to get caught in a tornado on water and it's like running into something at a 90-degree angle, it, it, it would, I think it would hurt to get sucked up and spun around and shot out and hit the water at about, I don't know, 40, 50 miles an hour. I don't know. Me? Well, I got the easy way out. I'm just staying on dry land. Number four. Well, the Milwaukee County and Milwaukee police and elected officials, county housing employees, are set to hold a meeting this week to discuss the issue of homelessness. And I don't know if you've been there. And, you know, I've been thinking about it, and I looked, and I saw, and I was driving, and I always thought, wow, that's a lot of cars in the parking ride. Just just off, on and off, you know, driving I-94 I and 43. I kind of look, and it's an off-ramp, and it's the park, it's a parking ride. And I always thought, wow, that's a lot of cars. You know, that's pretty good. They, they say not a lot of people are riding buses. And some of the buses go near the parking ride so you can get a ride downtown and go to work. And, uh, well, I was wrong. Just a stone's, a stone's throw away from the exit ramp at I-9443. That's where Heidi Langer calls home. And Langer is one of a handful of people who live at the Holt Avenue park and ride lot. They're homeless. They have nowhere to go. It's hard to find a job. And it's not to say Langer hasn't tried. This is from Fox6now.com. 
But with no home and no transportation, it's hard to get a job. So now she hopes the county's homeless housing program comes through. But it's something that she said that struck me about this. She said, Langer does not want to be around much longer. And she replied, no, definitely not another winter. I can't imagine being homeless when it's warm outside. Sleeping outside all the time, being afraid someone's going to rob you. But you've got the College Avenue parking ride, too. I mean, this is becoming a major, major problem. I stopped in one of the um, rest areas on my way back from Indiana. And it was at night and I thought, I mean, you could tell when a car is actually there and they're resting. They might leave the engine running and, and a light on. and I, But these cars were cut off and they had... Um, bedspreads across all the windows and you know how you like turn it in and then roll up the window so it's hanging out and that's what they were doing because they were blocking all of the light and I thought those are homeless people who have a car to live in and that's it and so I'm happy to hear the county has a housing administrator and and they're trying to do it but of course when Fox 6 now tried to contact the housing administrator messages were left to supervisor Carolyn Gomez Tom whose district includes the Holt Avenue park and ride. Um, So it sounds like the county is really trying to do something. And so the Milwaukee Police Department, Wisconsin Department of Transportation, Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office, Milwaukee County Homeless Outreach, city and county elected officials are going to be holding a meeting this Friday, 5 o'clock p.m. at the Water Tower Meeting Room, 4001 South 6th Street in Milwaukee. If you have... Something on your mind related to the homeless. Make sure that you are there. Number three. From CBS 58, amongst impeachment calls by Republicans who believe the newest member of the state Supreme Court cannot be impartial, Assembly Republicans propose the state move to a nonpartisan redistricting model. Redistricting model. Can't say that. Uh, to draw new electoral maps. Within minutes, of introducing the plan, Governor Tony Evers shot it down, calling it bogus and last-ditch effort by Republicans to retain control, um, having someone legislator picked and legislature approved to draw Wisconsin maps. The bill unveiled yesterday would create an alternative to enacting new maps instead of a costly legal battle before the state Supreme Court. Under the proposal, nonpartisan staff would draw new maps by adopting an Iowa partisan redistricting process. And after years of opposition to the idea, Robin Voss is now supportive of it. So we have to come up with something. If you're conservative or liberal, you have to admit, Protosawitz already told you that she is not going to be the type of jurist that needs to be on a Supreme Court to move as close to the middle as possible, to be impartial, to keep your biases at bay and follow the rule of law. She told you before you elected her, before she was elected, 
not going to make any assumptions, that she was not going to follow that. She was going to do everything in her power to be pro-abortion. She was going to do everything in her power for women's rights. So she told you ahead of time all the things that she was going to vote for and vote against. That's not what judges are supposed to do. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, conservative or liberal. That is not what a judge's job is to do. You don't put a judge in because they support what you support. Subconsciously, that's what we do. But when a judge tells you that, if you put me in, I'm going to vote for abortion. That's a problem. Or, or whatever thing, the fact that they told you, I'm going to vote for redistricting for this district. The fact that you're saying something and you haven't looked at any of the information, haven't looked at any brief, you haven't looked at any evidence from either side, you go in deciding how you're going to vote, you should not be in the Supreme Court, municipal court, or any court. And that's unfortunate. It's downright terrible. And, and I've known her for 20, 30 years. Was a, was a great judge here in Milwaukee County. But now, I don't, I don't know what happened. The fact that you would run for the highest court in the state and not be impartial and follow the rule of law. I think people wasted their time voting for you. Number two. This is from USA Today. Danilo Cavacanti has finally been captured. You might say, well, who is that? Well, he's a murderer who broke out of a Pennsylvania prison two weeks ago, concluding an exhaustive manhunt that bore down on rural areas across the state, closed schools, and jangled the nerves of a lot of a lot of people. He was apprehended around 8 a.m. this morning after his heat signal was detected hours earlier by a plane using thermal imaging west of Pennsylvania, Route 100, north of Prison Road. Pennsylvania State Police Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens said in a news conference, and the plane zeroed in on the location after a burglar alarm alerted authorities to his presence shortly after midnight where he stole a gun and ran. One of the neighbors shot at him. And so they checked the area and stayed on the area. Um, Cavacante, 34, tried to escape crawling through thick underbrush with a rifle he had stolen from a homeowner with a scope on it, 22 caliber rifle. Of course, they sent in a search dog and the search dog subdued him. So what does it mean when a search dog subdues you? Right? That means the dog clamps a hold of one of your extremities and doesn't let go they tell him to let go. So he's back in custody, clearly to say, I don't think he's going to be getting anywhere near a door or a window. And they're going to keep his hands and his feet shackled in bare feet. Terrible. Don't look up his record. It will sadden you. But this I don't know if I should call him man because I don't think that would be an insult to men around the world. Um, Deserves to be under the jail to disappear and never reappear again. Number one. From Fox6Now.com, a Milwaukee Rufus King 
high school tennis coach, was carjacked as he got off a bus with students on this past Friday night, September 8th. Marshall Martin, 34, is charged with armed carjacking, fleeing and eluding and resisting an officer. Prosecutors say he led the police on a chase after carjacking the coach at knife point. According to the criminal complaint, the coach said he was walking to his car around 830 when Martin approached him with a large black knife in his left hand, holding to the victim's neck, demanding the coach's wallet. Prosecutors say he then drove off in the coach's car, and about 20 minutes later, Milwaukee police spotted the stolen car near 27th and Capitol, attempted a traffic stop. Martin sped away and led officers on a 1.6-mile chase. When he was arrested, the complainant says police found the knife on the front passenger seat of the stolen car. And prosecutors say Martin admitted they ordered the coach to give me the vehicle when pointing the knife at the coach, but he denied holding the knife to the victim's neck. He also admitted to leading the police on the chase. And according to prosecutors, he said, I tried my best to make it appear menacing and to be as menacing as I could be. Martin made his initial court appearance yesterday. Cash bond was set at $20,000. Was that enough? I hope so. So what did he do? Watch and wait until the kids left and then jack them? I mean, what would you do if somebody carjacked you? Would you just give them the car? Would you just, hey, here you go. If you're going to kill me, I'm going to just give you what you want because I can't think of anything in my life other than another person that would be worth dying for. Car, clothes, ring. Oh, sentimental. Eh, get another one. Another car, another house. More money, more jewelry. Now, that don't mean you should be walking up to me just telling me you're going to rob me and I give you everything because that's probably not going to happen. But just the fact that, that someone thinks that yours, what's yours is theirs, is totally unconscionable to me. And at some point, we we need to like step up, but I'm glad they caught him. I'm glad that that the 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 coach is safe. Um, and once again, it proves we need people to step up and stand up to make this city safe. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth App, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number for the talk and text line. want to say congratulations to Candace. She is the qualifier for the One Call That's All 5K giveaway that's coming in the end of September. Yeah, end of September. That's the end of the quarter. September. You know, October, November, December. Yeah, so the end of the quarter is September. And I think, I don't know who's going to be giving it away. I don't know. I think the morning show is going to give it away. Somebody giving it away because it'll be September 29th. So, mm-hmm. 
uh, let me see. I could come up with a name. Romeo Bandero. Yeah, that'll be the name I'll call in. Say, hey, my name is Romeo and I'm calling number. I won. But then I got to show up, right? And send me my, then I got to get a social security number. And a, yeah, <clears throat> that's not going to work out. Got to tell the truth. The truth. So, I mean, yeah, keep listening. Um, every day, one of these shows is going to tell you on on the air that you can call in and qualify. End of October? That wouldn't be the end of the quarter, though. We didn't do, we wouldn't. I don't know. So we're doing August, September, October. So it's going to be the end of October. And it's not a, okay. All right. I just do as I'm told. I've been told. End of October. Better just give me more time to make up a name and a fake social security number. And a, okay. All right. <laughs> All that for $5,000 so the tax man can take some money? I don't think so. I don't think so. The truth is home to Marquette University High School football. The Hilltoppers are on a roll. Looking to make it four wins in a row as they take on conference foe Menominee Falls Phoenix. Kickoff is at 7 this Friday night, the 15th of September. Pre-game at 6.30. Tory Lowe at 6 o'clock. I end at 6 o'clock. It's a great afternoon you don't want to miss. High School Sports on the award-winning 1017 The Truth is presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call. That's all. Derek said, you are blanking making a good point about judges needing to be impartial. It makes me think that judges should not be elected officials. They should be appointed. See, I'm okay with judges being elected. If they're appointed, it'll definitely be partisan, just like the U.S. Supreme Court. And we scream and complain when the people that we agree with don't get in. And then it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. At least the people get to vote for their judge. That I like. But I feel what you're saying, Avery. Derek said, Dr. Ken, will you fight for anything? What if you will? I don't understand what that means. And then Craig said, Dr. Ken, when's the next opportunity to qualify on whose show do I listen to for next? That's not the point, Craig. The whole point is for you to actually listen. And you just might be listening to the show. That plays the ding, one call, that's all, right? That's a pretty good, that's pretty good. And and then you'll know, and then you'll win. So just listen from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. That's all all you got to do. I don't know why that's a problem. You ain't got nothing to do, right? You don't do anything. You just sit around and listen to the radio all day long. It's the greatest thing in the world. Get harassed by me, Tory Lowe, Sherwin, Mel, DT, come on, just come on. (laughs) Every said the curse word was a total accident somehow, sorry. Well, I mean, if you typed it and it came through or you voiced it, I don't. And y'all know phones, I'm trying to think, does your phone have an edit feature so that when you text, 
and you send it, after you send it, you can press it and edit it. Yeah. So I don't. Mm. Maybe. Eh, maybe not. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, for Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. You know, this is the time to replace your drafty old windows. It's starting to get cold outside. You probably shouldn't do it during the dead of winter because right now, the way we can feel it, tomorrow's probably like 54 degrees overnight. Yeah. But Pella has a great deal going on. Pay as low as $19 a month per window, $75 a month for patio doors. Installation is completed with no mess, no fuss, leaving nothing but perfect results. Visit PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. Remember, 6.99% APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 930 of 2023. That's Pella. WI.com. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talking text line says, (laughs) tuned in last. Are you truth telling today or are you talking about politics again? LOL. No, I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about the fact that whenever it's time to step up and spend money on something that is going to last and be something that is helpful to, I mean, think about the fact that it's horticulture tied in based on what you're planting, agriculture, and the ability for children to learn how to sustain fresh air by simply using plants, things of that nature. Might even open up a a career for kids. So I don't know. That's just me. 833-212-1017 is the number. Came across the story on CNN today um, from Kokomo, Indiana. Normally, a new $2.5 billion factory complete with 1,400 jobs is, you know, kind of expected and would be considered a good thing for a local economy, but not the battery plant in Kokomo, Indiana. Gary Quirk president of the United Auto Workers, Local 685, said it's a spit in the face. That's because the plant will make large batteries for electric vehicles, and the plant is being built by a joint venture of Stellantis, an automaker which makes vehicles under the Jeep, Ram, Dodge, and Chrysler brands, and Samsung. UAW Local 685 represents four factories 
that Stellantis already operates in the town, three that make transmissions, one makes engines. The concerns that Quirk and his fellow union members epitomize uh, a larger struggle in the U.S. auto industry. So electric vehicles simply need less work to make. As auto workers move to electric startups, then many of the well-paid union jobs making engines and other parts could disappear. The struggle on that is on display in the Midwest right now as current UAW contract with the big three unionized automakers, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, runs out Thursday at 11.59 p.m. Unions demanding job protections among its ambitious slate of bargaining goals. It says it's all ready to have its 145,000 members at the three companies go on strike as early as Friday, but it can't reach a deal if it can't reach a deal with the companies. And another UAW local hall in town, one that represents workers at Stellantis Casting Plant, also in Kokomo, sits directly across the street from the new battery plant. That local was once home of Sean Fain. Now the president of UAW and the one leading negotiations with auto workers that could lead to a strike later this week. Denny Butler, vice president of Local 685, says it's in our backyard. That's ironic. Well, the planned conversion to electrical vehicles will mean, honestly, it's going to be an upheaval. And people are going to lose their jobs. People that are working right now. And some of those people have been working for generations and they're going to lose it. So EVs need no gas engines or transmissions. So if you're making transmissions and engines, then it'll become actually obsolete. So Kokomo is an industrial island in a seat of green farm fields in north central Indiana between Indianapolis and West Bend. The four Stellantis plants employ nearly 4,500 hourly workers, another 600 salaried or better than one out of every seven non-farm jobs in the city and the surrounding area. But now Stellantis, Ford, and GM are planning what? All electric cars in the future that will likely need fewer workers to build the same number of vehicles. And so Todd Dunsmore said, we know we're on borrowed time. He works for Stellantis for seven years, and and when asked how he feels about electric vehicle transition, he said, I know it'll hurt Kokomo. But some other members are not as convinced that it's an existential threat to gas-powered cars and their jobs. Many believe the company will decide to have other work done at the Kokomo plants, even if it no longer needs transmissions and engines. Like what? Philip Klein has worked at one of the transmission plants for over 27 years. His dad worked there for 30 years. He doesn't believe there is a real demand out in the public for electric vehicles. And it's not. You know, we talk about we want electric vehicles by such and such, but you you need to transition all those people working on cars to work on electricity because we're not going to have enough plants to generate it and we're going to have to start building them. The thing that worries me is that Biden is rushing this. There's a common fear, even among those who don't believe in EVs, that the auto industry will be forced to shift to EVs or electric vehicles, whether or not there's a demand for them by car buyers. I don't believe that people are ready for EVs. I know I'm not. 
I've thought about it for a minute, but now I'm not. The politicians might be ready. But I don't believe people are, says Quark. It sounds pretty good on paper, but the infrastructure isn't set up to handle it. You can spend more time charging the car or trying to find a charger than you actually do on the road. Sales are only a fraction of vehicle sales, of current vehicle sales, and the automaker sees growing public demand for EVs and the need to comply with increasingly tougher environmental regulations around the world. Even with their doubts, Klein, Cork, and Butler are actually nervous. It's, it, it's interesting to me because there's not a lot of parts to make an electric car. Biggest thing is the battery. The people making the batteries will make, over, make, you know, make out like a fat rat because once you crash, you got to replace the whole thing. You can't, like, repair a battery. But we're talking money that's not long-term. This is not a long-term issue eventually they're going to lose their jobs eventually they're going to be hurt and they are going to have to retool themselves and i don't know how you do that when you've been making gas engines and transmissions and now you have a car that doesn't even need a transmission you got to build battery plants but it's not going to take as many people and you have to be trained. So what are we doing? The time and the money that we're spending complaining, we could probably be spending training our union workers on how to work in battery plants. Now, I don't think it'll switch the way people think. We're not going to be there by 2035. We are not going to be there. That's 12 years. You're talking about getting rid of every single gas-powered car in America. People are not going to let that happen because those cars are too expensive. Insurance companies are going to gouge you for cars. And the only people that are going to make money are the people making batteries. Because the fiberglass around it is made whole, and all you got to do is put it together like an erector set. So conceivably... I could have you put together the battery and the harness I need to move the tires. And I'll buy the parts to put the car together myself. Then what? Windshield is hold. Doors are hold. It's, I don't really need somebody to put my car together. And that's unfortunate. But until we start to retool the auto industry, and reframe some of these plants into something that's going to be able to keep these jobs. I think Kokomo is going to be, is going to turn equivalent to the dust in the deserts of Arizona. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, Black-owned business give back is back, and we've teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk is giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. To sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback, all one word, dot com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com, Associated Bank member, FDIC. Is yearning for your love. Yeah, that's my cut. I know that's a little old for y'all, but you know, it's real music. It, it doesn't every generation say that. In about 20 years, millennials gonna be like, you don't know what you're listening to. This is real music. And then they're gonna play trap. People are gonna be like, what is the <laughs> Are they gonna play Ariana Grande or Taylor Swift? I swear they all sound alike. I don't understand what people freak out. Why do people freak out about Taylor Swift? Like, I don't, I don't understand what the, like, does she do like a stage show like Beyonce? No. So then what, what are we doing? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. And then she stole everything from Beyonce anyway. So I don't know what we're talking about. So I'm a little peeved with Apple, but I'm a little happy with Apple. Okay. I got this from CNN.com. Apple just killed the iPhone lightning connector. Like all the new phones, you know, because they just came out with the Apple 15 yesterday. Hey, we got the Apple 15. Thank you. That's all I need is Apple 15. Or 16. One of them. I think it only goes to 14 right now, so... Well, that's because it's proprietary, right? It's only for Apple and embracing a charging cable that's compatible with non-Apple products. And that's one less extra cord cluttering your nightstand. One less thing to forget when packing for a weekend getaway. But the move hastened by European regulatory mandate passed last year is a largely symbolic uh, measure that kind of comes years after everybody else switched over to the USB-C, even computers. And it won't do much to shrink the mountains of e-waste piling up around the globe because, well. Marion Chertow, professor of industrial environmental management at Yale School of the Environment, said that I would classify the EU law and Apple as an evolution, not a revolution. So the European Commission passed the directive last year citing two motivations first one everyone agrees that it's super annoying to have so many cables laying around and second having a common charger across devices whether they're made for apple or samsung or garmin or whoever significantly reduces electronic waste but what are we going to do about all the phones we keep upgrading can we keep the phone and upgrade the software and still anyway apple initially pushed back of course partly because selling extra lightning cables made a lot of money but the waste argument was misguided. That's what they said. And the promise of wireless charging would make the cables moot. So then they're going to have to do that with all their phones. Every single phone has to be able to be charged. 
And so when I upgraded my last phone, I upgraded the software to make it like an eight, but I didn't upgrade the body. So I couldn't charge it wirelessly. Well, now I can charge it wirelessly and I can charge it with a now, I guess, useless lightning cable. So there you go. So can I sell a lightning cable? Can I, can, I, can I sell it? Or should I go out right now and buy a lightning cable, leave it in its original package, and in 20 years say, hey, I have a vintage, unopened lightning cable. How much you want to buy it for? And give it to a museum. I don't know. A few hundred thousand tons of charging cables. 68 million tons of electronic waste generated every year, totaling about a few hundred thousand tons. And a ton is already 2,000 pounds. A few hundred thousand tons of electronic crap that can't break down And nearly 80% of all e-waste generated around the globe is not properly treated. So whether the EU rule actually reduces waste is kind of beside the point. If we can push Apple and other manufacturers to just close the loop and use USB-C. Because I got both. I got the regular USB and the USB-C in all the computers I have. You know why? Because the mice we use, the mouse for your, for, your, for your computer, still takes the regular USB. And they probably made like millions of these little things. So they still have to make laptops and regular computers with regular plain old USB. It's unfortunate, but what can we do? What can we do? Legalized hemp will provide opportunities for many people to learn to plant and harvest the next cash crop. The problem is they'll tax it to death and only rich people who can buy it now are the ones that'll be able to buy it then. Mari said, what? Taylor Swift stole from Beyonce? I took my daughter to the Eurus concert and it was phenomenal. I'm sure. You a Swifty mama? That's unfortunate. Can, Can Taylor Swift even dance? Have you even seen her dance? He just wins a lot of awards with boring music. I'm just saying. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Tori Lowe Show is coming up next. I want to say thank you. Thank you, Rhea. Thank you, Tori. Thank you, DJ Brother Z. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you, Kyle. I'm thinking of everybody that I saw between the time I was here and the time I finished my show. Thank you, Kyle Wallace. God bless. Take care. I will see you in 22 hours. I'm out.